Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Okay, go and be serious. I'm be fucking serious, right? Oh, what's that? Um, I'm doing. We're doing. I'm doing a. I'm doing my serious voice tonight. Oh, is that serious? I'm doing my serious voice tonight. We're doing a serious show. It kind of sounds like a. What does it I don't sound know, like? Like a mafia, like a mafia character. Uh, look, caricature. I, I, could be. Ooh. Could be. Uh, what I do know is this, James. Like, why am I so serious? Uh, I am. I am so serious. Uh, sorry, when I said that line, I was like, "That's the fucking Joker." Obviously. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe insert a Joker laugh or something. Um, no thanks. <laughs> we we received some backlash. What? Um, what did I say this time? Not you. Oh. I, I think I started this this shit parade with uh, Aldi's. Oh yes, um, Aldi's. Our, our hatred. I would for love Al- to not Aldi's talk about it anymore. But ran real deep. Went, it ran deep. We got a lot of messages from the last show of like, "Hey, you guys, Aldi's like my wife. My shops wife at Aldi. Yeah. is an avid Aldi 
Listen. Yeah. It's not that we don't love your wife. I know. I'm not saying she's not doing the best she can for your family, your kids, uh, your no, loved ones. No, if she can navigate that fucking trash bag. Absolutely. Then, then more power to her. I am so, I'm happy but for we're her. Gonna, we're going to read, I did not we're gonna read some it. of these. We're going to read some of these complaints um, to okay, the Okay, but I stand by my, I choose my choice. I, I and I stand by my choice. Same here. But it doesn't mean I don't love you guys. I just don't like you your grocery store uh, is yeah. that okay Same, yeah. like i look i don't Can like we have Aldi's a difference either. yeah I don't like Aldi's either all uh, right so Who, here he was who's pissed uh ethan burnside was one of them okay he said, hey man just listen to your last show uh about you bagging on Aldi, and i would <laughs> and i take um i would have to say that some of what you said was true but when it comes to certain items like milk produce you can't beat their prices they also have some interesting german beers if you if you like to play a beer guessing game. Here, See, Ethan, Ethan. There you go. Ethan, here's what I'm going to say to you at the top. Um, at no point do I ever want to play a beer guessing game. I want to know what the fuck I'm, I'm ordering. I want to know what kind of beer it is. I want to know if it's an IPA, uh, a, a fucking stout. Um, I, I want an, a pale ale. I want to know. At no point do I want to guess what beer I'm drinking. Like th- there's not one time in this world where I'm like, ah, that'd be a fun thing just to just to guess whatever beer I'm drinking. Mm-mm. Don't I don't want to know. No, there's a reason why there's fucking labels on all the goddamn. Bo- no, bottles. he's not talking about there's no labels. It's just that like it's going to be beer that you've never heard of. So you have no idea like if it's good or not. Yeah, but you've been inside the Aldi's, right? Like it's even it's those, not like their labels are great. It's that's just kind true. of like a. Eh. That's true. It's, it's, it's like a post it. And I will say he's right about the prices. Like, I guess. On, but it's like low prices on stuff you didn't. You didn't really want. Need or if want. you need 18 toothbrushes, great. Um, the next person, Greg Baker. Greg Baker wrote in said, My wife and I shop at Audi's once, maybe twice a month, just for snacks and junk food. My wife runs. Uh, an in-home daycare, and it's the cheapest place here in Walmart country uh, to free be snacks for kids. Um, okay, so I could see that because uh, you're just I guess like so. whatever, just snacks. Like it's not anything that you need. Do but you know what I mean? I got I got a question for you. In the amount of money that you're spending in gas to go to Aldi versus a Walmart or whatever, like is that extra two dollars? Like is that is that is that going to do it at, cause like for, for me, again, you can't just go to Aldi's alone. There isn't, they don't, they just simply have don't to have also yes. go somewhere else. So yeah. therefore it's going to cost you extra gas money unless you're specifically going into Aldi's for, I, I mean, I, I guess what he's saying is like snacks. Um, and juice yeah. Boxes. And just sort of whatever you see. So it's like, you, you know, like you're not looking yeah. again, you're not looking for something specific. So it's got to be like you have all of your other groceries right. and you're just like, let's just see what fucking weird shit Aldi's has. You know yeah. what I mean? And for that, you know, I, 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 look, I'll go to Dollar General. Yeah. And if I was like super high, super high Ooh, and I wanted to pick out a bunch go. of weird shit, there you may, go. maybe, but, but, but here's the. For cheap. And it is cheap. You guys are right. Here's why this wouldn't work though. Like it closes at 8 p.m. Nobody's getting high in the middle of the afternoon and just rolling through Aldi's. Who's, wow. Well, who's a real person <laughs> like in, the real, in the real adult world. But uh, <laughs> look, whoever's doing if someone's doing it right, yeah, they're doing it like look, that. Uh, for look, sure. You're super rich and you're out there yeah. and you're like, yo, man, I smoke weed all day and I go to fucking Aldi's just as a, as a guessing game. And because, if you're super rich, then you'll be going to William Sonoma high yeah. as fuck and getting some like. Sweet ass shit. Some high end cheese. Um, but uh, <laughs> the funniest one we received today was uh, uh, I'm just I'm just gonna shout out his his uh, his Twitter handle. It's uh, Fast Buck Inc. Um, so go to at Fast Buck Inc. Okay. On uh, Twitter, <laughs> and he says shopped at Aldi Aldi's once. Ended up buying Kraft mac and cheese with Arabic writing on it. boom and that's the answer that right there from fast bug inc uh, made me laugh hysterically like that that's exactly what it is where it's like oh i like the people that were like it's a german grocery store yep and they're coming over here like that's gonna change my mind right right um (laughs) i don't care i know 
I know. It still isn't going to work for me. No, I can't. I, I, and that's okay. Again, you guys, we can have differences. We can. We can, we can, and we we can, can all, all have differences. Together. Yep. And I personally have five grocery stores um, right around surrounding my house. I don't know why. But that's the way they're doing it. Yeah. And if and, and by the way, if, if you do have us over at your house for like a barbecue or a get together or or some, f- you know, informal gathering and you say to me, hey, man, stick your arm in this Yeti and just pull out, pull out a drink and start drinking it. Mm-hmm. That will never happen. Yeah. You're definitely very. You, that you will like never to know fucking happen. Yeah. Because sure. I, I, I look, I've become a beer snob um, living in the in the in the land of the craft beers you have i have and i'm not afraid to call out any any like beers on it where i'm just like man because it is i will say this about craft beer it is really it really is a craft and you have to be good at it i know that is not making beer is is like sexy as it sounds as a guy it's something i'll never be good at in my life i don't i'm not uh you know a mixologist to like these new restaurants that are coming up like some of them some of the chefs are good right some of them aren't aren't so it's the same with beer which i didn't realize well you have here's here's why and here here's my guess you take the chefs on on your side right you you have the the cooking channel and the food network and all of that shit everybody watches this shit all day long now you have like viceland and mtv out they've all got like kind of like quasi cooking shows we watched a marijuana cooking show on fucking viceland the other night oh it was just God, like all of the it? shit they made yeah. We would never eat in a million years. And it was just like, man, you're just rolling like asparagus and weed right now. Like, I and don't. It was my personal nightmare yeah. meal. So, therefore, everybody at home who's watching, you know, some weird fucking Tom, Dick, and Harry uh, audition for the Food Network star or whatever the fuck that show is. Sure. They're watching it saying, I don't understand why that couldn't be me. Like I'm, I make shit. My, right, my, and then my they friends get on say I and make shit. Their shit sucks. So then it's the same as these guys that are like. So they go, they go to the restaurants. Yeah. yeah, you get it, you get a job, and you know the things that you make or whatever aren't necessarily what everybody the the, mm-hmm. the populist thing. And look, a chef is another job that I look at where I'm like, fuck, if you're if you're a great chef, like that takes unbelievable skill and and years of of hard work to me. It's also a little bit of you have it or you don't. So like exactly. So like our friend at William Wilman, Wilmington Brew, right, 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 yeah, um, has it, and like he's yes. been super into it. He doesn't seem like he's like just studying it like crazy and just working super hard. He just kind of like got it, and his beer's fucking great, and he has like great flavor combinations in his beer. Yeah, it, and, like, it, it, Wilmington Brewing Company. Pumpkin, like, yeah, yeah, whatever. yeah. But he's look. I will say this: every time I've gone in, he's in the back, personally overseeing absolutely, like every last but fucking I'm, barrel. But absolutely, like, but I don't think he he was just like a a down and dirty dude that like that he liked it and he was good at it. Yeah, he's great. And at, then he's great you at go it. to a place that like maybe we won't name, but like a really nice place by the beach. Yes. That's like somebody gave these, you know, there's like a bunch of like investor dudes that like know how to make beer and they can like kind of do it. Well, that's but they every, just don't every investor's dream of like, exactly. So it's I'm just rich like restaurant. And I want my own bar and yeah. I want my own beer. And you're like, all right, cool. But usually those people, know. it sucks. Like the, the food sucks, yes. the drink sucks. Um, so because they're not, they haven't worked. No. And in the craft they beer don't have space. Heart. Uh, in the craft beer space, it's it's a different story where it's like you see all of these places opening with their own craft beer, and you're like, man, I could do this. Mm-hmm. I could make my own beer, and then they go and make their their own beer, and it tastes like toilet water. Yeah, just absolute fucking toilet water. Like they had, uh, you know, a striped tube sock all the way up to their elbow, and they just stuffed it right in, really down in the in the toilets or fermented. Sure. And they were like, hey, here you go. Here you go. It's a pale ale. It's a, br- it's, this is my brew company. Yep. And you're going to like come to my tap room and think it's super cool. And like for a second, you're going to be like, oh, is this good? And you're, you're drink you're drinking straight up sock toilet water. Yeah. It, but for one second with the ambiance and everything, you're going to be like, oh, it tastes like, this is good? it tastes like you were squeezing the contents of a baby diaper into a mason jar. Um, at some of these places where you're like, yeah. fuck, uh, I, I, I don't know what this is. Just tastes like water, like meatless watered down gravy. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, Which it, yummy, right? It, yummy to a lot of people. It tastes like hot water. <laughs> I'm kidding. It tastes like vodka and warm milk. <laughs> it, it, it tastes like hot dog water with a splash <laughs> of grapefruit of juice. bean soup. Yeah. yeah. God damn it. It tastes like... <laughs> uh, yeah, craft craft beer now is, is hit and miss, and they're certainly not regulating it. So uh, so have fun, guys. I will say this. Be if you, wary. If, if you were in Wilmington, North Carolina, uh, the best hands down beer is wilmington uh brew company they got uh, heart they started with in a closet they're my my favorite beer in the world i'm not ashamed they started in a closet they didn't get a bunch of big investors they grew from a really really small it just it was a great product that that turned out great kind of like our our sponsors like strike force energy like right uh, very tiny it was you know the guy was doing it on his own out of his shop and strike force is fucking awesome and uh same with uh black rifle coffee company like um, Black Rifle Coffee was, you know, some buddies of ours. Their coffee is fucking great. It doesn't matter what they do or, They're constantly or any constantly working on it. Yeah, it's which great. is like and the coffee's great. Constantly working on it. So these this like nice brewery down by the beach. Like, let's go back to the drawing board because you didn't get it, or you or, didn't get it right. Here's my question: because a buddy of mine you didn't get it, Tim, who owns the bar, who was on mm-hmm. an earlier show of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked him. I was like, dude, what? What would you do? And he was just like, man, I just buy the fucking kegs of the best beer at wholesale and sell that. And I was like, yes. Yeah, just why like a badass. Fucking, why don't they fucking do that? Tasting the, room. The, the places we've gone, the, uh, like a lot of the, the new craft breweries, mm-hmm. not just in Wilmington, but, yeah, but yeah. all through like North Carolina, yeah, yeah. California. Um, it, to me, like the, the, in, the inside looks amazing. Like they're immaculate. They've, they, they've got all these, these great investors who've sunk all this money in this thing. Just put great beer in there. Mm-hmm. So you have one job, uh, put good beer in there. So like, what? I, I, what's the shame in just buying out somebody's beer and just marking it up and selling that or franchising it? Fuck, I could go on for a million years. We got some spancers, Jesse, who actually pay for this, this yeah. show to be on the air. Otherwise, you'd, you'd be in a ditch right now. Otherwise, I'd be watching The Murder of Lacey Peterson. Is that on? That's recorded. Look at that. In my room, yeah, yeah, and I do, and I do mean my room. Yeah, no, I, d- I definitely that I uh, let you sleep in. Sure, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't get to go anywhere near that that that, that goddamn place after eight p.m. Uh, it is a den of murder um, and mystery. I just like to oh, just snuggle shut up, shut down, snuggle up. To if somebody's not getting off, mm-hmm. you're not sleeping tight that night. Nope. nope. If I'm not figuring out a, some kind of murder, yeah. Yeah, you're. Uh, then you're some not sleeping at all. Some kind of cold case, some kind of forensic mystery. You're not sleeping. A then wink. I don't. I a don't wink. sleep a wink. No, you don't. Uh, but let's get to the sponsor, shall we? First up, we got StraightRazors.com. Uh, StraightRazors.com is is the finest shaving equipment in the biz. Uh, they've got some high end shit there. If you're if you're looking for some old school tombstone, fucking Doc Holiday, rich ass town sheriff type shit. Uh, they've got it, man. They've also got the number one ranked aftershave in the world, the number one ranked cologne in the world. It's called Smolder, um, and it's it's my fucking jam. It stings a little bit, seals up those pores. It's uh, it's nice. You're you're not going to be shaving for a couple days after that because you don't have to. Uh, nothing's coming out of that goddamn thing. Uh, they've also got amazing shampoo and conditioner. They got beard oils, uh, uh, some 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 waxes, everything you need to be a real fucking man. Go to straightrazors.com, support the show, type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Um, Again, go to straightrazors.com, type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Uh, Love all their products there. Uh, Next up, we got strikeforceenergy.com. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Strikeforce Energy, who we were talking about at the top of the show, Uh, started off just a couple dudes in a dream. Uh, now they're they're extremely close to being nationwide. Uh, they're in they're in uh, actually all of Seven uh, Elevens in Virginia Beach at the end of the month. And uh, if those go well, they're 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 global, bitch. They're global. Um, and they look, they probably will be. Their product's fucking amazing. Uh, I drink this shit all the time. Plus, I I didn't have to buy cans of shit anymore. No Monster, Red Bull, any of it. Uh, I just take these little pouches and squeezing them into my drinks and i'm good to go it's like it's better than like five hour energy last last like five or six hours it's great uh go to strikeforceenergy.com type in the promo code revolution for 20 percent off again go to strikeforceenergy.com type in the promo code revolution for 20 percent off 
They ship everywhere in the entire world, and they get a subscription of the Month Club, which is real nice. Uh, real nice. Uh, <laughs> last but not least, we got At Night She Cries While He Rides His Steed, the first ever romance novel for dudes. Jables. No. Oh, you uh, are beautiful. She's a lady. Um, at Night She Cries While He Rides His Steed is the funniest book ever written. Um, in this life or any other life. Uh, like a lot of people said, hey, Ross, what about the Bible? That's pretty hilarious. Guess mm-hmm. what? This book's funnier. Really? This book's funnier than the Bible. Um, mm. Go to Amazon.com and buy it. I, I used to say go to bookstores everywhere and get it, but it's, it's sold out half of those goddamn places. So go to Amazon.com, buy that shit, Walmart.com, BarnesandNoble.com. It's all the dot coms is what I'm saying. Uh, or just go to Audible and listen to my lovely Lovely voice, narrate this thing to the best of my abilities. And it's it's like one of the, the top 10 rated uh, books on Audible, which is fucking nice. Uh, top of the show, mm-hmm. I'd really like to get into, uh, oh boy, big fan of Robert Lee. Oh God. Big, big fan of Mr. Robert Lee. Uh, for those of you who don't know Robert Lee, um, he is uh, an Asian man. Uh, it appears to be maybe 30s, late 30s, sure. early 40s. Sure. Tough to tell with those Asians. Right. Uh, they're, they're a tricky culture because uh, they, look, they look young. They look really young. So they're, they can either be 12 years old or 80, and mm-hmm. you don't know. Right. And I got to tell you, whatever's in their genes system, I want it. I want, I want it. I want the Asian genes mm, in my system. But they turn a corner when they get older. Yeah, but like real old. And it's a... F- mm. they, live, they live to like 118 years old. Right, so it's like when they're 92, that's when they start to turn. And you're like, eh, I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. Um, for Robert Lee, he was uh, supposed to announce the University of Virginia game. Um, which, Excited to do it, huh? Wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Excited to do it. Uh, you know, he's a he's a quality announcer. Uh, as you know, Virginia was where the the, the Charlottesville uh, bullshit happened with the taking down the statues and mm-hmm. and and everything else and the fucking white supremacist uh, and the, the Nazis, the Nazis who were. Am I saying that right? The Nazis, the Nazis, yeah, yeah the Nazis, neo-Nazis, um, yeah. who were who were fucking out. Uh, which again, like, fuck those guys. Um, fuck the 200 of them that were there for, for, for causing all of this shit. Uh, but you know, everybody and their mother has come out, spoke out against it, donated money. It appeared that if we had moved on from it, um, right. like, Hey, they took down the statues. We're all good. But ESPN. So Robert S- E. Lee got taken down. Robert right? E. Lee got taken down. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Robert Lee, the. <laughs> Asian announcer, <laughs> yeah, in his 30s for ESPN, got taken down as well um, from oh, Charlottesville. God. Uh, <laughs> because, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna read this quote, and I'm gonna read it verbatim here because this was, this was ESPN's official statement from from removing Robert Lee from the Virginia game. We collectively made the decision with Robert to switch games as the tragic events in Charlottesville were unfolding. Simply because of the coincidence of his name. In that moment, it felt right to all parties. It's a shame that this is even a topic of conversation. Uh. And we regret that who calls play-by-play for a football game has become an issue. Here's the thing, ESPN. It wasn't an issue. Uh, the last thing on my fucking mind would have been... Oh man, is that that Asian man in his thirties? Not you though, but it's unfortunate. Calling that maybe... the game is Robert Lee. I, wh- can you name a fuck? Like it is. Re- Look, I'm a diehard sports fan. Diehard. You were you're going to be hard pressed for me to know all of the ESPN game announcers, and that's a that's saying a lot for me. <laughs> sure, sure. Like that's that's really me coming clean. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. I would have no fucking idea um <laughs> okay so uh, he about, could have done the whole game and you wouldn't have even heard his name no no one because they never say oh, that, and, now oh we're gonna, really robert ba- lee back yeah. to you robert lee yeah yeah what do you think it's so third be and like eight, rob robert lee yeah or robert they, or they now never robert say, lee they, they say not depends, each other's names depends if he was like down gonna be down on the field or like 
I don't know. No, he's in the booth. And we've got Robert Lee. He was in the. Him. He was. Are they going to remove the booth too? Because you could say he's in the John Wilkes booth as well. <laughs> Fucking assholes. Um, so, I, but the, the the ironic thing about this is is this last sentence that ESPN says. It's a shame that this is even a topic of conversation, and we regret who calls play by play for football has become an issue. Again, there was no issue. Not one person dug into this and was like, "Oh boy." I wonder what well, that we Asian don't announcer that. Robert Lee. We God don't know damn that. It, I want to track down where he's going to be calling games this year and try we to don't figure know it the pe- fuck out. People at the school were like, uh, you know, no, this was this was solely ESPN. Just like, and they are they are under fire right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For for this, and, and again, how can you move on as a society from stupid shit if? You're creating it on your own. And this is ESPN. Like the P in ESPN does not stand for politics. Right. So therefore, take your dick and balls out of politics what and, and quit doing this for? stupid shit. Uh, the Especially Sports Network. I, I, I don't Especially? I'm kidding. Um, oh. I, you know? Uh, the Entertainment Sports Network is. is uh, okay. So that's what it is. Okay. Um, stupid. It's fucking stupid. Yes. So is removing Robert Lee because it sounds too much. It is. It is like stupid. Like the but statue they removed. I mean, if it if it was fucking Jonathan Hitler calling the game, yeah, like maybe you know, ah, I don't think he would have gotten hired though. I don't think Jonathan Hitler would have gotten hired. You know, <laughs> he wouldn't have gotten that job in the first. You know, the, he could have had a voice like Honey. You know, smooth as wine, just getting in there, and it's like, whoa. That's the, looks like Matt Ryan's <laughs> dropping back, and he's throwing an 18 yard out to Julio Jones. I'm Doug Hitler, right? Or, or, you know, yeah. Like no, that's, yeah. That's that's not gonna happen. So I mean, Adam, Robert Lee has worked Adam there for years. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I I think Hitler's bad. <laughs> Way to go, James! Listen, I mean, I know it's a con- I know it's a controversial like thing to say, <laughs> and I've been saying it forever. You know, I've been saying yeah. it before. It's been cool to say it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've always no. said that Hitler is bad, haven't I? Yeah, you really have. I've really always have. said before, that before it became trendy again. I will say, like before it yeah. became trendy again. Yeah. yeah, I've been. I've always said that. Right. I've always said that. So I think that's the moral of of this. Do you it know is. what I mean? It is. It is. The, no, the I think moral it's just story. that I think it's a it's a scary road because we're all trying to be respectful and trying to like not step on anybody's toes, but like. What you do also have to understand is like you will never make everybody happy. And we're living in a world now where you're going to offend a group. No matter what you do, you're going to offend people, right? So it's just a matter of like trying to keep some sanity to, to, to our respectfulness. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, oh my God, the guy's name's Robert Lee. Like, what are you want us to like take him out of the game for that? Like, there has to be some, like I said, there has to be a dad to come in and say, no, that's fucking crazy. Well, but there's nobody doing that. Like everybody collectively was like, yep, that sounds like the right thing to do. And ESPN, not, not in the world. Like, no, I know. But it's like, there's a big group. They're a fucking big business. They're a corporation. Like people had to get together. Like a group of grown ass people had to get together and say, yeah. I think that's the best. To even sit down and analyze everybody's name the, well, and where they're calling the game, come on, some, man. There must I, have been something that came up that they were just like, well, let's not even fucking deal with it. Get them out. It I must mean, not have been I that just, good. Uh, boy, boy. <laughs> I, I mean, I can't, I can't like rage on this shit enough because it's, again, if you're doing this, this fucking minute bullshit and you're I mean because you're really looking you're really looking for the needle in the haystack on this one uh and I'm not against being respectful of like things that are going to you know be triggers for certain groups like I'm not against that such as what just anything like what's a what's a trick what's a like in your opinion what's a trigger for a group I mean I'm not saying certain words, like not being, do you know what I mean? Like not being, you know what I mean? 
What are you fucking talking about? What's a trigger for a group? Well, I mean, like, like, uh, how is how there's, is Robert Lee, the Asian man, a trigger for like? Uh, he's like, not, but I'm saying like I'm I'm all for being respectful of the way that we talk and the things that we say, and especially like on TV and stuff like that. As far as like being inclusive, but like, I think that's a little bit too far. Oh, the the ESPN thing is what you're yes. saying. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm saying like I get where they're coming from because we're all just like so freaked out to offend people, but there has to be a line, right? There has to be a line in there. There is no line anymore, and that's the problem. So, so it's so like th- there's I, no there's I, there isn't one. So it's you can either call people out on their bullshit like ESPN, um, and, and you can call people out because because immediately after that. The next trending topic, another protest, another yet another fucking protest for I'm with Cap. So it's it's uh, it's people for uh, who are protesting that that Colin Kaepernick is not in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So they've all gathered. They oh, gathered boy. outside of the NFL headquarters uh, tonight. Uh, Two hundred people. Alleging? Hashtag I'm with Cap. But what are they alleging? That it's because he didn't. That because he didn't stand. For the national anthem Again, that he's getting blacklisted time. from the NFL. And they're like, it's not right. It, look, it's a fucking job, dude. Same as and anybody else on this planet. If you don't fucking appease your employers, you're not going to get hired. Colin Kaepernick, to, in my opinion, was a fucking asshole. And if he wants to use his quote unquote quote platform to fucking kneel down yeah. during, during the national anthem. Congratulations. Congratulations. The, you the, got the owners fired. of the NFL are going to use their platform to say you're not going to be my fucking quarterback because the NFL is a goddamn business and there's no bigger CEO than that business than the quarterback of your team. Everybody knows the quarterback of every single team there is uh, in the NFL, even the shitty ones where you're like, man, I I still, you still know who the quarterback is. Right. This unfortunately is, is an issue for him that look, if he was passionate about it, then he should Stay passionate on through retirement because he's not getting a fucking job in the NFL. No. And like I said before, it's like if you really care about something, then you take the consequences. Like that's the whole point of kneeling down is like, I don't care what happens to me. This is important. Right. Right. So but something happened to you and now you're like, whoa, 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 wait. I didn't want I didn't want anything to really happen to me. I just wanted to be able to do whatever I wanted. Do you know what I mean? Sure. So like this will move his movement forward if he really wanted to take this and be like speak out and be like i was fired because this is what i believed in and like do you know what i mean like take it that way he's not no he's crying about not being able to be in the nfl well him personally i will say this he has not really spoken out about the issue it's everybody else around him that has spoken out about the issue maybe making it a different issue than it actually is you, well, no, I, I think he is pissed off and bitter about it, mm-hmm. um, but he's also very aloof um, and he's a fucking weird guy. Like, mm-hmm. I'll he's just spoiled brat. He, he's just a fucking weird guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, before last year, he didn't have a fucking afro or cornrows or anything like that. Sure. Um, you know, this year he or let this past this past season. He decided to do that, which was, you know, super against character. Like, I. Mm-hmm. I I don't understand why Which why is he changed fine to. Fine, if you want to still play by the rules, totally fine. But, but if you're but, gonna but do how somebody changes to activists overnight, mm-hmm. and then doesn't expect there to be some backlash, especially from your employer, yeah. Um, because look, by you taking a protest, and at the time it you're was for a distraction. Black Lives Matter, I- exactly. You're a distraction. However, from, from the game, yeah. But 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 during an NFL game, um, people people you know go to the the entertainment games they're they're entertainment um they, they want to go to get away from the real world and all that shit not to be reminded of, of the shit that's still going on um and there's a lot of teams right now that need a quarterback like a lot a lot of people got hurt uh in this preseason chad henny is actually starting tonight which good luck finding him from fucking neverland like if you told me chad henny was going to be starting over or over colin kaepernick in tonight's preseason game i would have I would have blown my face off. <laughs> I would have punched you right in the penis. Yeah. Yeah, but so now, you know, you got uh, Jay, Smoke and Jay Cutler down in Miami playing. 
Mm-hmm. Chad Henney is, is playing somewhere. Blake Bortles is still a quarterback somehow. And uh, then you've got the curious case of Andrew Luck, who uh, the guy's disappeared off the face of the fucking planet. Nobody knows if, if he's hurt, going to play. Nothing. There's what? been no, yeah, there's been no reports on him. Uh, Indianapolis needs a quarterback. You got Joe Flacco uh, up in Baltimore. He got hurt. They need a quarterback. There's a lot of spots open. Not one single person is called Colin Kaepernick, who, to be to be fair, he had a decent year last year on a shitty team. Um, and he was, what, three years ago playing in the Super Bowl? Three years ago. Yeah. Now the guy literally can't get a fucking job. Um, <laughs> well, you know. He's a bust, Sorry, dude. buddy. Sorry about your He's life, not G. not that good. You know who isn't a bust? Judge Judy is not a bust. Uh, her fucking salary came out today, and mm. I I st- I took a I staggered a little bit. I took a step back. Really, forty seven million a year. Judge Judy gets really forty seven million dollars. Say that out loud. Forty seven million dollars for Judge a Judy. Year. She's not a real judge, right? What is she getting that for? For her show. She gets it for her fucking show. The, re- the ratings. Syndication. Does she have a piece of the action? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, okay, she's got a piece okay. of the action. Yeah. Syndication that she's on yeah. every day, and her ratings crush for some reason. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who's watching Judge Judy in the in the afternoon. Well, it comes on at this weird time. <laughs> Listen, I'm it, well, not going to yeah, say no. I am. No, but what time? What, what time? But it is comes it? on like after after all the stuff. So like after the Today Show and. You know, um, Ryan and Kelly, and then like one more show, and then it's like judge shows. So it's it's one of those things that if you're like watching something, it'll just come on, man. So it's one of those things that like they get part of their ratings from people just leaving TVs, just on. leaving TVs on. I mean, forty seven million dollars is uh, is cr- is crazy. By the way, it's well, crazy. She's got to have like a million episodes. Well, one would imagine because she she's on be all like five a days a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, fuck, forty-seven million. I remember when I was writing. The only other crazier salary I can remember for somebody who works this little um, is is uh, Pat Sajak. Um, I was doing a. Uh, uh, I wrote a. I wrote a movie about Pat Sajak um, mm-hmm. called "Searching for Sajak" back in the day, and uh, it was great. And I. You know, we got to meet with him or whatever. And they were like, look, I'm not sure he's going to be interested because of how much money he makes a year if he really wants to do a fucking movie. And I was like, mm-hmm. come on. I was like, how much does Pat Sajak make? Uh, and they, they told me he made $18 million a year. And this was in 2004, mm-hmm. five, like somewhere in there. And I was just like, holy shit. Uh, that's crazy. And he tapes, they tape like five shows in a day. So he only works one day a week. I mean, it's a hard day, but he works one day. Come on. Huh? Five times a half hour? Like, what is that? Two and a half hours of work? Yeah, but you're like... <laughs> one day? Filming. And you're calling out letters? Oh, my God. That's, I mean, that's a lot of, that's a lot of, that's a lot of quiche. Uh, and I heard at the time that Vanna was getting somewhere in the eight to 10 neighborhood. I'm sure. Just for turning letters. And she didn't even turn the letters anymore. Now it's just, she pushes them. She pushes them <laughs> yeah. and they light up. Yeah, yeah. And that's how much oh, money she's right. getting. And I'm like, Fuck. And they're still fucking doing it, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my I, look, God. Look, what does he make now? I'd venture to say he's making whatever he wants. And, <laughs> and, and the, reason, the reason why is this. Uh, Wheel of Fortune is a staple. That in Jeopardy. The ratings have been the same for a thousand years. No matter, you know, uh, cord cutting or not. The, the rating, there's death taxes in the ratings of Wheel of Fortune and fucking Jeopardy. Okay. So I bet you, I bet you they go in and they bump it. I would say anywhere from three to five percent per year because they can. Um, Pat personally, like you know, I got into it with his his people, not like into it, not to like in, in an altercation, but I got into you got into a into a discussion mm-hmm. o- over the film um, uh, Fox Searchlight at the time uh, was going to buy it, um, and but they he had to be attached, obviously. Um, and it was, uh, yeah, it was a whole fucking goddamn two year process. And at the end, it's a very specific script. Like you have but it was to gr- get, it was guy. great. It was <laughs> I know, great. But it's like, and, uh, but, but, he, but here's the thing. So we got to Pat, his people loved it. They wanted him to do it. 
Um, all of the, he's got a production company. Mm. Doesn't produce anything, but he's sure. got a production company. Um, Doesn't need to. No, they wanted him to do it. Right. Uh, and somebody had told me over there. They were they were like, look, Pat still has other aspirations to do other things and doesn't want to be labeled as the Wheel of Fortune guy. Mm-hmm. Um, in the early 90s, like, like his dream was to have a late night show like Johnny Carson, which they gave him in the early 90s for one year, and it bombed miserably. Uh, he, did, he, did, he did some cooking stuff. He was one of the first people to do like go inside the kitchen with chefs and shit like that. And, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, anyways, didn't do well. After that, like he wanted to come back and you know try to attempt to do it again but it's like as the years have gone by there is no shame that wheel of fortune is a great fucking gig and you're making a shit ton of money and yeah and he he seems like not phoning it in burnt out i don't know he's just not really in it anymore yeah I, no he's, he's not but so um, I, I wouldn't want to watch like a late, back in the day i would have here was the interesting thing about hollywood and i still don't have confirmation of this to this day but in this particular script, uh, it, was a, it was a college road trip movie. And mm-hmm. it was uh, a kid had to write his last semester, uh, his final semester paper on the most influential person in his life. Mm-hmm. And he always grew up with Wheel of Fortune, so he writes his paper on Pat Sajak. Um, he goes, uh, the, the professor tells him to dig a little deeper. He goes home um, and finds this old VCR tape in the attic uh, and pops it in. And he sees his mom who's deceased on wheel of fortune and it seems like him and pat's her and pat sajak are kind of hitting on each other throughout the show and in this box there was like a marriage certificate and a birth certificate and they don't match up and so he goes on this cross-country journey to talk to pat sajak to to ask him about his mom and see if pat sajak was his his biological father And it's a great script. It was a lot like uh, at the time. Make him autistic and we could do it. Oh boy. We I, could do it tomorrow. Um, the, We'd get funding. I know, right? The, uh, the, the funny thing is, is um, uh, w- with this particular movie, uh, Road Trip was hot. Like Road Trip had come out. Um, there was a couple other like Road Trippy type movies like that. And um, so that, that genre was, was hot. The comedy right. was hot. Um, uh, and then he backed out of it and said no. But the scripts had gotten all over town. And then, like, a year later, I, I saw an episode of How I Met Your Mother where uh, the, I think it was the Neil Patrick Harris character thought that Bob Barker was his biological father, and then they went and tracked him down, and Bob Barker did the fucking show <sighs> from Price is Right. And to this day, I Maybe don't have... Maybe you should have, like, aimed lower. Any confirmation of... Uh, well, I, f- I mean, fuck, I auditioned for that goddamn show. So it was like, you know, I, 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 w- I went as low as that. Um, you auditioned for what? How I Met Your Mother. No, that's not what I mean. I mean, you should have gone lower as far as like the person that you picked. Oh, so. The, pa- the Pat this, Sajak. This was a, so this became a topic of conversation. The script at that point was, again, everybody loved it. And so they're like, dude, why don't we just swap out Sajak for somebody else? Yeah. Like Trebek. Yeah. Like Alex Trebek. I'd love to do Alex Trebek. And he's Canadian and we just, we couldn't get the American road trip aspect of it down. Um, uh, So that, that caused a problem. The Bob Barker thing at the time, once that episode came out, it had been done. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was, uh, you were kind of stuck on game shows then. You were just like. All right, what do we do now? Like, you know, at the time there was very little game show. So, um, yeah, it was a specific script. I took a swing, a huge swing, and right. uh, and a huh? missed. Um, but I, 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 he goes to a lot of Dodgers games. I mean, I saw him at a Dodgers game, mm-hmm. but he was down and like, and I, I decent, I had pretty good goddamn seats that night. But like, Sajak has money seats at Dodger Stadium. Like, he's right behind home plate. Like fucking two rows up and sure. i saw him walk down and i was like man i couldn't get past security to talk to him and i was i was probably like 10 rows what behind were you him. gonna say to him i was just gonna say to him hey <laughs> i'm the guy who wrote that because i never got to meet him in person so I, what i wanted to say to him in person was hey man i'm the one who wrote this script and like i did so much research on his life that would have been awesome to talk to him in person and say hey man the reason why i wanted you to do this was because i, I think it would have made you cool and like a cult figure 
rather than just the dude from Wheel of Fortune. Because right. like in the script, he was wearing like gold robes and he had like these gold pistols. Yeah, um, and his been... whole pool was a colored Wheel of Fortune. Uh, he had two German shepherds named Val and and uh, consonant like be like was, an Eric Roberts. Sitch. Yeah, he was an like Sajak in this script was cool. So in no means were we making fun of him. And uh, like, like, I mean, I dug like way into his personal history. Like, you know, he was in Vietnam. Like I wrote that into the thing. Like, like I really did. Yeah, I really did a lot of research. Um, So I waited at this Dodgers game and I was just like, man, if he gets up to go to the bathroom, he's got to come through me. He's got to come past me and then I'll go to the bathroom and be like, Mm -hmm. hey, man, I'm the guy who wrote that fucking script. Didn't use the bathroom the entire game. Oh, and he's an older gentleman too. No, interesting. Uh, and I could, he probably dude. got that removed. <laughs> he is so fucking rich. He probably just got oh, all of it removed. So I never got to talk to Sajak. I never got oh, to talk to him about. That would have uh, been a cool movie. It would have been an awesome movie. Um, and, and like I, I remember, I was a me- I was in a meeting would about it, it. Work with Steve Harvey. Yeah, well, look, you're you're one of Steve Harvey's illegitimate kids. You never know, right? <laughs> For Family Feud, um, yeah. I uh, it's one of those scripts that still peeks its head out. Like about a year and a half ago, um, a big company, a big production company, had asked for it. Like, hey man, is that script still available? Is like, yeah, motherfucker, it's available. Like, of course, of course it is. Did Pat Sajak yeah. do the fucking movie? Then yeah. no. <laughs> Have you seen it out? Has he done anything? Yeah, it's still fucking available. Yeah. Are you going to make it? No, no, man. No. just wanted to know if it's available. Yeah. Well, it is. Yep, it is. And I've got a, a bunch of other ones on the shelf, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so uh, that, that story was available. always uh, story was always fascinating to me. Um, and these these daytime people, like once I delved into that world and learned what their schedules were like, it was just like, man, I, there, there's nothing. There's nothing to it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just nothing to it. Uh Again, you're recording five, five in a day, so it's like, eh. Um, same with Jeopardy, by the way. A lot of people don't know that about Jeopardy. Oh, uh, no, I do. Yeah, yeah. They record five in a day. Mm-hmm. Now, that would be a motherfucker. And it's a motherfucker for the contestants, too. Like, yeah, because you're... And, the ones and they that tell win, you to bring a change of clothes. They're just like, duh, duh. They're slamming them. They don't get to like go home and relax and like come back fresh the next day. Like, yeah. You're literally bending your mind. Bending your mind. All day long. Yes, if you're winning, if yeah. you're if you're winning, so like that that guy who was it Ken, uh, the guy who was the longest champion forever on uh, Jeopardy, Ken something. Oh, Geraldity. Yeah, Geraldity. Yep. Ken Ken Geraldity. 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 Yes. Um. The the thing that made his run, Ken Jennings is his name. Um. The thing that and I like I didn't even look that up. I just knew that, which is scary. Um. The thing well, that that's made how I jog your memory. his run so unbelievable was the fact that he was, I mean, gassing through like 20 shows a week where you're like, Jesus, man. That's why you never see, you know, long returning champions on Jeopardy. You're doing fucking five shows a day. Like your mind your is Your mind fried. cannot handle that. Fried. Um, and not only that, but Trebek. Trebek's a gangster ass motherfucker Seriously. for doing that many episodes. Seriously. Um, but I mean, does he do it the same as Sajak, Sajak where it's like five in one day and then yeah. he's done? No, uh, I don't, I don't know. Week. I think he does more. And I think they only do it. I want to say like half the year. So, you know, oh, okay. uh, like you can schedule it however you want. And like you go to those sets. Um, uh, it was, I believe it was on the Sony lot. And, uh, and you see it's just kind of like this basic janky set where you're just like, man... I mean, it looks looks beautiful on TV, but you know, you get there and you're like, yeah, oh, this this is it. You're just kind of showing up, you know. You're changing suits once a day, and that's you know, that's about it. To to for the audience sake of like, oh, right. you're not wearing the same suits or the same tie or the same, you know, like, yeah. and that's kind of it. And same with contestants. So all the contestants, if you come back on Jeopardy, they tell you to bring more clothes. And uh, there was this one woman who was on there. Uh, no, I'm sorry, it was a gay guy who was on there, who. They somebody caught him, oh, and they were wearing. He, he was, was wearing the same clothes, favorite. like same hair. He was wearing like like the same set of clothes. Red haired guy. Yeah, two or three days in a row, and he became like this this Twitter sensation um, because of you know his answers were really funny and he was a really affable guy and all that oh, shit. Yeah, and that's uh, great. Uh, but he he was the one who was just like, I didn't bring enough clothes. Yeah, he I didn't was, think I was gonna keep winning. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, ah, shit, I never really thought about that. Like you would. 
remember every time it was like, oh, he's giving me Thurston Howell today. Like, yeah, what yeah, are you yeah, giving yeah, yeah. me, sweetheart? I was like, this awesome Well, the reason guy. why was he was taking <laughs> off like his jacket, cutting yeah. his sleeve off and, and like, like yeah, using like, it as a scarf. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. and just like giving it, giving us Diana Ross. Yeah. Um, but on the flip side of that, if you look at it, if you wanted to be a true fucking gangster on Jeopardy and you knew... Like, hey, man, I, I'm going to try to psych out the opponents. I'd walk in with a fucking rack full of clothes. Oh, just yeah. Just a rack. And, and, be, and they, people would be like, whoa, well, why do you bring so many clothes? Because I'm not losing, one, motherfucker. Yeah. I'm not losing, And then having to take your whole rack back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's the only worry. Well, but that's a very, that's a bold move. You bring move. it or you don't bring it. You bring it or you yeah, don't bring it, James. That's a bold move. You bring it or you don't bring it. Uh, that's what my grandfather always used to say. Of that too is just kind of like, again, I know it's controversial. I know it's a weird thing to say, but like Hitler is bad. Yeah, yeah. Again, Jabe's words of wisdom. Straight, straight from the you ivory tower. No, think know. you know, and I don't care how. Again, like how incendiary that is. You were, but like, you were saying. I do believe that Hitler's a again. bad guy. Yeah. You were saying it before it was trendy again, and I like that about you. You know, so. Um, if uh, we th- take away anything. Whoever created the, the Judge Judy show, that guy's not a bad guy at all, though. Um, that guy is a rich, rich gentleman. We don't know what kind of guy he is, but like, he's definitely rich. We do know. We do know. I have confirmation now. Oh. Um, and I, I, fuck it, I'll tell this to the audience. I, I don't really care. Um, before the, uh, the last premiere uh, for, for our movie, uh, not, a, not a Worst Story, mm-hmm. I got my teeth whitened. Um, and uh, I, I like to gloss them up before I hit the red carpet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to shy away from that. Uh, this woman who I went to was just like, hey, I'm not going to be able to. They do it in your house now or wh- wherever you're at. Mm-hmm. And this woman was like, hey, I'm not going to be able to make it over there. Can you come over to this house? It's uh, my, si- my, my sister and her husband live there or whatever, right? Where were you originally going to do it? Uh, in the, in the office, like th- there is there is an office, but now sh- she's more like mobile oh, now. Okay, okay. Um, it's a, it's an older woman, and uh, she's more like mobile now, where it's like you're pretty much just hooking up that machine and just fucking grilling your teeth for an hour. Sure, like, sure. I c- you could be anywhere. Um, so, anyways, I said, look, I got to work, and I, I, I can't make it to that side of town to the office. So I was like, if you do, the, you know, the in-house shit, that'd be great. Uh, we couldn't fit the times together, and uh, she was like, "Well, I got to go to my sister's house. It's huge. You know, you can, you can, you can come over there and do it." And I was like, "Right on." So I go there, and it's this fucking mega mansion, like mm. mega mansion in the hills, uh, right up behind, uh, uh, like Hugo Boss and all that shit off Sunset. Okay. Um, and so I was just like, "God damn!" I mean, and I went there, and uh, she was like, "Yeah, you know." Um, just, just wait until I, I get there, and then I'll walk you out, you know, down to the back. There's like a like a guest house and all this other shit, and uh, have a bunch of patients. And I was like, all right, cool. So I show up to this mega house, and there's like 30 workers working on the outside of this goddamn place, and I was like, holy shit. Hmm. Um, and I walk in, and it's, I mean, it was like Scarface, like it was a, just this unbelievable house, and uh, and there was a, a guy that was like, oh, hey, whatever. The guy and, and, and who was married to the sister and the whole shit. And then she walks me down and, you know, you, you put the stuff on your teeth and they clean you up and whatever. And I was like, hey, by the way, I was like, do you mind me asking what they do like mm-hmm. for a living? Because this is like a crazy house. And I've been to a lot of houses in L.A. And this is, this is a big, big fucking house. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she was like, yeah, he created judge judy and like fucking like a a laundry list of these shows all in this vein and that was his specialty was to create this fucking shit and i was like Mm. holy cow i was like you know you never really think about who creates these shows because like i've pitched a thousand shows i've sold a fair amount and I, i at no point would i ever think to pitch a show about an old jewish woman who is a judge in the middle of the afternoon on television like what would you would that ever come to your mind where you're like wasn't man, there a bunch of judge shows though it was, it was like judge, people's, it was, court, yeah, it was people's court like judge, judge joe brown judge and, like, wapner back in the day wapner, and she's like a no-nonsense gal like remember everyone was trying to get a judge show for a second too yeah Ito, yeah fucking the nicole brown or the no the uh nicole anna nicole smith sure one sure 
just trying to be like a no nonsense funny like entertaining judge so that they can get a show right but but the to me at least the hard part of that is you think all right great there's one on in the middle of the afternoon people's court or whatever it is why do you need two or three that Mm -hmm. that like at no point in my my life would i would have been like man you know what the world needs is like three more of those sh- shitty judge shows where they're bickering over like $850. Like, uh, right, I don't... but it must be cheap, right? So it's like it they don't have to pay anybody nope. that's coming in. Everyone's no. just like agreeing and signing releases. Uh, you know what they do pay for it? And this is a little known fact. They actually pay for the verdict. So, so they pay the fine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So whoever yeah, yeah. loses or wins but that's or whatever. a small fee. Oh, it's tiny. It's tiny. It's, it's always like small 800, claims court. Yeah, 15, it's, it's like small claims court. Yeah. 200. Like it's never. Yeah. The extras are free. They're there for the day just because they want to be fucking extras. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and then Judge Judy does her thing. So they, you know, they pay her and the camera people and all that the shit. The overhead is just nothing so no. yeah it's it's a it, and it's content it's middle of the day yeah. what are you gonna put there uh, look it's a great it is a great fucking it is uh money maker that yeah. i i just w- would never have thought of of like oh yeah that that's um and a lot of people are like secretly who love judge judy like celebrities are like man i'd love to go on judge judy like just sit in the courtroom and there's been a couple celebrities who have it was just i think it was amy schumer oh, that's uh, i think awesome. it was schumer who sat in for a couple episodes uh, in the background was just watching great. um mine would mine would have been springer for short right i like i i look i still get down on springer of course uh there is nothing like a late night springer like two, three in the morning, where you're mm. just like Jerry, Jerry, no, Jerry. No, yeah, no, love thank it. You. I love it. I no, love it so much. You. And I would be an I, w- I would be an extra on Springer for sure. I would sure. I would show up and do the whole shit. I you know, and I know what that that entails. Like you're you're probably there ninety hours for that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hot and sweaty. And, uh. you know, there's all these people, and uh, I would do it. I would I would go on Spring Dog for for a day just to see what it's like up close and personal. Um, Cause you know Jerry's cool. Like shit, he was fucking half the girls on the on the show. He got popped, fucking the guests. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh god. He was getting beeges, uh from prosties, like on the on the show, like pe- like guests on the show and shit like that. Which look, why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? Jerry Springer. Uh, the They're reason sex workers, yeah, They're getting paid. The reason why uh, oh. he's Jerry Springer is simply for the fact of uh, you know he got thrown out of. Uh, of what was it was he mayor or, yeah i think he was mayor, mayor of cincinnati and he wrote a check to a prostitute yes so i mean old habits die hard, <laughs> die hard. rock hard rock hard in your mouth yeah yeah so Ugh. springer man fucking doing it doing Just it right doing it tight doing, doing it, it all night uh now it's now it's that point in the show for the revolutionary figure of the day it better not be hitler Oh God! It's not Hitler. It's definitely not <laughs> Hitler. We know that you, you know, you were ahead of okay. the curve on hating Hitler. Um, I just kind of want it to be known, you know. <laughs> I need it to like. I need everyone to no, know. Every, everybody knows. Okay. Every, okay. Everybody okay. knows. Uh, the revolutionary figures of the day. We're going. To, we're going to go out to uh, Sandy Sprechtman and uh, Kay Switzer. Um, they created Judge Judy. They're the creators of Judge Judy, uh, and I, and I believe the 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 guys. Let me let me peep him open real quick. Um, peep that shit open. Yeah, uh, Judge fucking Judy, man, you fucking believe that shit? Creating Judge Judy like that, unbelievable. How much are they making? I mean, they've got a big piece of that pie. They do. There was Tell a, there was me a about huge it. Huge lawsuits um, recently with them too, and they wanted mm. even more money. Like I, I think their upfront fee for last year was twenty million dollars alone for syndication. Sweet, sweet Judge Judy money. God damn it! Who man. knew? Who, who's fucking married to Judge Judy? Um, I think some. Somebody, right? Yeah, just some older dude. I don't think it's man. anybody. Because that's a that's a fucking meal train right there. Right. Boy, that's the whole. I think he literally needs a meal meal train. They're older. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think he gets a meal train delivered. And, yeah, and, uh, you know. No, she does. And and rad. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. Who knows? I'd party with Judge Judy, dude. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Um. 
But uh, this was this was a fun show. There was a, there was a lot of storms going on. So if you if you hear uh, my dog barking in the background, that's why. Um, and look, we got a, we got a lot of shit going down. We're doing a fantasy football special. Uh, about to for those of you who don't know, I'm a fantasy football legend. I, I think I've won like four Super Bowls in the last ten years. Like I'm kind of amazing at, at fantasy football. I kind of wish. That was my life. Like I could just drop out of life and be a professional fantasy football player mm. um, against mm-hmm. people. Not in like the FanDuel shit, but like in leagues. Like I'm a league guy. This one day FanDuel shit, you're up against computers. Like don't even fucking play against that shit. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's like a weird algorithm and you can't beat it. Uh, so know that going in to anybody who's getting into FanDuel before the NFL season starts um, uh, or college football. But uh, for fantasy football, for me, uh, I'm a messiah. A messiah of fantasy football. Tomorrow night is the draft, and uh, we'll be dropping an extra bonus episode this week. Jables is in the league as well. You were Jables actually made it to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, and I just pick people that I think are cute and other people that I like their personality yeah. and the colors of their team. And so, it's worked out well. It, you were no, in the I'm Super Bowl joking. last year. <laughs> I'm uh, no, you, you, you watched the games <laughs> with me. Uh, you were in the Super Bowl last year, so we're going to be dropping a, um, a fantasy football episode. So that'll be a bonus episode this week. And then, uh, you know, next week, boy, McGregor, McGregor, M- McGregor versus Mayweather, obviously, if uh, if if Mayweather or if Mayweather loses, I, I might we might just do a show every single day for the rest of the, of, of the year. Mm. And in and that will be our only sponsor is is McGregor. <laughs> yeah, just I guess so. I huh? would be one of the happiest human beings on this planet. Right. Um, I love him so much. Yeah, I know. Uh, so I, look, I, it, it's a big week. It's an exciting week. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in. And uh, again, look for that fantasy football bonus episode if you're a fantasy junkie like myself. For Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I am Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.